ASMR. Perfect introduction. Cheers to number, number 50. 50. Damn. This podcast is older than my son. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy <laughs> to think what, we're still doing this after what, what like two, three? Is it three years? Three years. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be round up up into three. Yeah, shit, time flies. But it's three fifty in three years. I don't I don't want to scrutinize already. That's not too bad <laughs> when you average it out. It's almost more than a month. Fuck, I can't do my math. Just under. Yeah. Whatever. It's all good. It doesn't matter how you got here, but we got here. To think that this kind of started as, I don't know, I don't want to say a joke. We were pretty drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that one time in the stockyard, or what, was it the container? It was yeah. Ace Hill. And it wasn't even Ace Hill. I should, I should have went and picked up some Ace Hill beer. We got to edit selling. their name out of this podcast. <laughs> no free ads. Yeah. No free ads, man. Time is, uh, you know, time is tight. Money is, time is money. Yeah. yeah, so no guests, no nothing. Keep it old school. Yeah. You got to basically have number 50 the way it began. Yeah, you got to play cool. You got to act like you've been here before and there's plenty more to come. Yeah, I mean, I thought about not doing anything for 50. It's like, let's do something momentous at 100. You know, by the time we get to 100, we're go- it's, it's going to be the same shit. <laughs> let's keep putting it off right you know yeah. a thousand's a really nice number yeah um yeah last time we spoke was almost a month ago pretty much a month ago yeah i think we're all rosy wearing our rose tinted glasses thinking we're all good to go yeah you know we're out of this COVID mess but Be- we're we're shut down again before we get into that sorry yeah. i just didn't want to cut off your train of thought there i just had this thing where i want to talk about you know I want to talk about of our 50 episodes, plus the, um, you know, we did some Leafs episodes, yeah, uh, some NHL hockey episodes. Do you have any particular favorites? Thinking back, I mean, to put you on the spot, this is a podcast after <laughs> yeah. all. Shit. Yeah. I should have saw this I question coming. Yeah, okay, I you go. go. Why don't I go? I really loved the episodes that we did with um, our teacher friend. Yeah, I thought those ones were like straight from the heart. Yeah, and like I think those ones were the the first episodes where we had someone actually like I don't say knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, I'll say knowledgeable. Someone knowledgeable. I guess that's outside of our circle. Yes. Yep. But someone who just brought like they brought research to yeah. the table. Yeah, we brought credibility to us. Yeah, and then <laughs> a topic that's kind of. You know, current, yeah, and actually got feedback from other places. It was someone who actually took us seriously. Um, she still does. I kind of <laughs> wonder, you know, what the heck's going on. But you know, that person was was actually nervous to broadcast with us. I'm like, shit, who, who are we? Have we what, what kind of, what level of fame have we achieved? Okay, simmer <laughs> down, bro. <laughs> what kind of level? Yeah, those one were good. Like, I mean, every now and then we'll get a good one. Where we talk about topics that, yeah, we're actually both very much into it. Like mm-hmm. we have our opinion and we kind of agree because mm-hmm. we hate hate how the government's handling the situation. Yeah, it could have been any other government. It could have shit the bed, and we would have still been the same thing. It didn't have to be this conservative, you know, PC government that's in place right now. Yeah, we, you know, if they liberal NDP Green Party. Yeah, if they took, if they they were in charge and they fucked up, we probably give give them shit too. You know, when we started this, I didn't actually think we would agree so much on a lot of things. I don't want to say it's disappointing, but I'm kind of <laughs> disappointed. I thought we would have more like debates and more like arguments. I mean, there's still 50 more episodes to 100. Yeah, maybe I'll pick some like pick some very controversial things out of a hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You I can got, throw it in there. I got to find out what you really don't like and start to like that shit. <laughs> I got to polarize this podcast just like politics is so polarized these days. You, yeah, you just got to set it up. So it's like your side versus my side. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I, I guess I could, I probably agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like those ones with, with our teacher friend. Yeah. Those ones were pretty good. It got deep in, the, in some sense. The episodes with Paul. You know, Paul is a friend of the pod, our, our loyal and... One of our most frequent guests. Yeah. I really loved all the episodes that he was in. Except for the one where... 
it was the first one where he was tapping. Yeah, I still love the content. The, the audio content was the good, audio yeah. recording wasn't good, but yeah. but you know, we stepped up. We got two of these recorders. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The recorder fiasco. The one that, that's bricked forever. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. It's in the landfill somewhere. <laughs> it's inside of a whale right now. I wonder if it's the same Zoom because it says Zoom. Yeah. I wonder if it, oh, this, if it is. like the um the brand is called Zoom. Oh, you're wondering whether it's the the, Zoom, the Zoom online call? company? I actually don't know. Good call. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But uh yeah, those were good. I think there's a couple of ones that got away from me. Where yeah. Mother's Day? The Mother's Day one. The yeah. Marion one was yes. pretty good. Because we never talked to Marion on, on, you know, on that basis. We don't we, get that one-on-one time. We've known her for so long, right? I mean, you knew, you, you knew her first, right? Yeah. Um, but we've known her for so long. But, you know, I don't want to blame her for not always hanging out. But she got, like, two kids. It's not even that. It's more yeah. like I feel most of the time when we do hang out, it's, you know, Wilson's around. Wilson yeah. comes out, obviously, because we're, we're friends with Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um. So it'll be like a big gathering. It'll be like Halloween party, yeah. Christmas party. You'll get get in your pleasantries and whatnot. And mm-hmm. then off we go getting drunk. And, <laughs> you know, she has to make sure she gets Wilson home. Yeah, and make sure her kid is not in danger. Yeah, but that one was good. I thought, yeah, there's like some heartfelt ones. Mm-hmm. There's some misses, obviously. We don't we want to talk about the misses, <laughs> yeah. all right? We only talk about the good times. Let yeah, the yeah. good times roll. The Hong Kong protest episode. Hong Kong protest. I learned so much in that one uh, session with Hugo. Yeah. That, you know, the liberal media, the corporate media kind of doesn't give you that perspective. Yeah. But learning from someone who has roots there and who feels passionately about it. Yeah. And could actually share like some, some knowledge that we didn't know. That was, I think, very insightful to have. Yeah, for sure. Like there's no way we would have done that. That deep dive because mm-hmm. at the end of it is it is gonna be filtered out because we need the English translation. Yeah. <laughs> so he's reading straight, you know, maybe Apple News or Apple Paper. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to get like the unfiltered stuff and going on forums and reading whatever comes out of, of Hong Kong. Yeah. But clearly, we both probably can't go into Hong Kong again. But um, speak for yourself. I have a friend over there, the family that I met. I think that thinks I'm Kevin Durant. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is, there's a reason why they took a photo of you. Yeah. (laughs) To keep you in the database. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe they were ahead of their time, right? Yeah. Um, One one guest that we always wanted to get was producer Nick, or ex-producer Nick, one day. But, you know, one day he'll, he'll agree. Yeah. And then we'll get him, and then we'll ask him, what did you think? Actually, you know what? We asked him if he thought this was going to happen or last this long. Surprisingly, he said yes. Oh, yeah? He did? Yeah. Well, I think he knows we're both stubborn as hell. So (laughs) we're not going to give up until we prove our doubters wrong. That's true. Um, But, you know, kudos to him. I think he's not about that, um, get that attention. I mean, not that we have like thousands of (laughs) listeners or something, but he's not about getting that attention. But he actually gave us... A credible start. Oh, shit. The right? one with your bro. That one was... Yeah. How could I forget? Family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that one is thicker than too. water. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, a nice little feedback from producer Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Take that to heart. Unsolicited feedback as well. Oh, yeah. Kind of wasn't expecting, wasn't expecting anything. But here we are, man. 50. Yeah. It's worth celebration. Yeah. Except... <laughs> I'm so glad we could do it in person, too. I mean... Going back to the topic that you were going to talk about, yeah, right. Um, I think we're getting this in-person recording in. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen going forward, right? It's modified stage two. I want to say this 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 pod almost mirrors Joe Rogan's pod. It's just like how he's moving to Austin and he brings yeah. everyone out there. Yeah, you know, I moved out to actually I was always out in the Markham area, mm-hmm. and now you're out here, York Region as well. Yes, thanks for giving okay. up my location. <laughs> Don't worry, I just identified York Region. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, York Region. We were a week behind from the GTA, so. Yeah. How, what do you think about that? How do you feel this whole thing's going down? I, I don't even know. Um, I know businesses are hurting right now. Uh, the type of businesses that are super spreader businesses. Yeah. So restaurants, 
gyms, um, like athletic studios and salons, all those places are really hurting. They were hurting during the pandemic. Yeah. When you think about a salon, some of these people learn how to like cut their hair, their own hair during the pandemic. They're never coming back to a salon again. Yeah. It's done. Right. Um, gyms. There's a whole kerfuffle last week about people from outside of York, outside of the non stage two regions. Yeah. Uh, sorry. People from the stage two regions going into the non stage two regions. Yeah. And going to the gym there. Mm-hmm. And then there was a whole big, big deal about, they're, them telling people, oh, you can't, you can't go here, or you shouldn't go to the gym. Yeah, in those areas. Actually, I feel like speaking like Good Life, they have the ability to track that database, right? Yeah, like they know what your home gym is because you set up your home gym. Mm-hmm. So Shit. they they could have turned them around, man. Shit, I'm in trouble then. If I ever go back, my home gym is in North York still. No, but you can change it. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. change it. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's easy. You can easily change it, but mm. I, I guess that that defeats the whole purpose. But yeah, I mean, they should have turned them around. It wasn't much of a like when they announced it. Like, oh yeah, GTA. You know what's GTA? Like it goes all the way north to like Scarborough. Yeah, and Scarborough and and Marcon's pretty much. Yeah, they're, they're right beside each other. People kind of in, use it like interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the difference between South Steels and North Steels? <laughs> that's, that's, that, you set that up like a joke. I feel like I want to finish the punchline there. What's the punchline? Uh, I don't know. I want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's like, where's the barrier? There's no yeah. barrier. You, yeah. you might as well just put everyone in, into it. Yeah. Like, this one-week difference actually probably made it worse. You you, you kind of brought all all the GTA you know infection up up north. Pretty and much. it's going out west now. Halton. Mm-hmm. I think Halton's coming up next. Yeah. It's not a good situation. Um, I don't know exactly how it was mishandled. I just know that it was. Um, people can't have a normal time now. So Thanksgiving just passed. I'm sure that caused or that will cause a spike because it's still early. Right? Yeah. Well, they're saying they're, it's, they're seeing the Thanksgiving, you know, infection coming in. Because, mm-hmm. well, you yourself had gone through to test in yeah so let's talk about that yeah i had some soreness in my chest so i wasn't sure what that was like i had no other symptoms yeah just basically oh well when i tried to breathe in deeply i could feel it mm-hmm. i don't know what this is and like my mom wanted to come visit yeah the next day and i know what you're thinking i fake covid so that she wouldn't come here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea i might bank that one for later yeah <laughs> But no, I had to go check because I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what it was. I didn't have a fever. I didn't have a cough. No other illnesses or whatever. Yeah. So I'm surprised. The overall process is, was pretty quick for me. Yeah. Very quick. Like, Which hospital did you go to? Uh, can I reveal that without revealing my location? Uh, I'm just kidding. I went to Markham Stouffville. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went to Markham Stouffville. So first of all, the phone line only took about 10 minutes. Yeah. I've heard about people waiting four hours in the line. Yeah. Right? So I got really lucky. Um, registered, went in, only probably had to wait maybe 10, 15 minutes in the first line. Yeah. You you kind of get screened there. And then I only had to wait around maybe another 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Got the swab. The swab, n- never get the swab. Is that as bad as what they say? I didn't expect it to feel like that. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like... <laughs> You you know is it like when you're big, laughing? It's a big cotton swab, right? Yeah, and you think, oh, it's gonna feel just like you know Q-tip in the ear or whatever. I'm probably gonna feel it. No, it's up your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a huge sensitive area. Like I've never seen a Q-tip that long, too. It's crazy. <laughs> and they just like kind of brace you for it, and yeah. then they just put it up there and they like roll it around. Yeah, and it I don't know it hits like something. Yeah, right. Because like my eyes start watering. Mm-hmm. And like the lady's like, oh, lady was Karen, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was she wearing a mask? <laughs> <laughs> she told me to to lower my mask. Um, you know, it hits the tear, tear ducts. You start crying a little bit. And she said, oh, you had a good p- poker face. But I'm thinking I was making every face <laughs> yeah. in the book. Like, you know that meme about that, that Trump meme where he's making all those faces? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was me at that moment. <laughs> But yeah. the results actually came back really quickly. Mm-hmm. Our other friend, uh, who who we shall not name, yeah, you know, his results took eight days. <laughs> yeah, and they told me you know two to nine days. Yeah, but I checked online, I got my results in under forty eight hours. Yeah, that's quick. Negative. 
course, we're both sitting here today. So <laughs> now we're having a COVID party, <laughs> yeah. like chicken pox party. But yeah, it's crazy. I was about to say like, yeah, our friend I had got his test like two times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last time it took him like eight days, he was, yeah. he had to like hunker down in his parents' basement <laughs> for eight days. And I've seen the room that he hang, hangs out in. There's nothing. It's not even like <laughs> furnished. <laughs> He's just sitting in a room. That is basically being in solitary confinement yeah. for eight days. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how he can. Yeah. Let's agree that his decisions is always the worst decisions ever. Even picking the COVID center that to get tested, he oh. managed to fuck it up. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he picked the worst one. Which one? Who takes eight days? I think, uh, uh, what is it? Scarborough Grace, probably. I think that's probably what it was. Why would you choose Scarborough Grace? People go to Scarborough Grace to die. Like, literally, you're going to go there, you're going to wait in the that waiting room, true. and you're going to be dead. That is very true. I've been in that waiting room before. Yeah. You know what? I remember years ago, um, when we went to the beach... Yeah. And our, our friend Michael uh, hurt his leg <laughs> yeah. and we had to take him home. Shout out Michael. Yep. And the people were like, oh, take him to this private hospital in like Mississauga or whatever. Yeah. We're like, no, <laughs> you're going to Scarborough Grace. <laughs> no. This might be the last time we see you. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they took him to Scarborough General. I took him to Scarborough General. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah that, was, that, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Definitely. But this whole situation <laughs> with COVID, now um, there's protesters outside Doug, Doug Ford's house. Yeah. Anti-maskers or like anti-lockdown people. Pretty picket in his... <laughs> They're outside his house, like, you know, protesting outside his house. And he had like a press conference where he told them to like stop bothering <laughs> him and his neighborhood. Like you're scaring, <laughs> you're scaring the children. That's yeah, what yeah. he said. Yeah. yeah. He basically said, think of the children. Yeah. Yeah. He uses, uh, yeah, pulls out the kid's car. Yeah. He's never thought of the children, right? Yeah. Clearly put that Lacey or whatever his face is in charge. Steven Lecce. Yes. Lecce. But yeah, like this guy fucked it up so badly that, yeah, I sent you a link to a YouTube clip and then yes. everyone's just fucking, you know, shitting on him. Because typically I see a lot more, you know, Ford, you're doing a great job. Ford Nation is alive and well. Like I didn't see a single one of them. Well, now everyone has turned on him, right? His base, his I, you got to imagine you have a Venn diagram and you have Ford's base yeah. and the anti-maskers. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of overlap in that diagram. <laughs> yeah, that's right. True. Now that the anti-maskers are kind of turning on him and like a lot of the liberal people never bought his bullshit to begin with. Mm-hmm. I really don't I really hope that he doesn't have another term in office. Dude, yeah, it's funny because some people at the, you know, remember the first wave, people were saying, like, he did such a good job. He was so calm. Like, dude looks like a deer in a headlight. Yeah. And possibly pick this. There's got to be someone that's freaking more capable (laughs) than the two of them standing there every day. Him and his, like, uh, ministry, like, of health. Yeah. I'm like, dude, both of you guys do not instill a single ounce of confidence. Then you also have your doctor. Mm Mm-hmm. And he looks like he's he has like nineteen seventies like furniture in his office for sure. <laughs> like I'm are you sure this is this is what we're getting, like the top like the best type of information you can possibly give us? I'm not sure. I, I, I just don't believe it. Highly doubt it, man. They're all political, right? Um it's all about pleasing the base right now. It's not about what's the most sound advice. If they wanted the most sound advice, you know, you would be telling people in absolutes. They're talking about uh, Halloween, trick-or-treating. Yeah. They're telling people, people in hot spots shouldn't be trick-or-treating. Yeah. How about no trick-or-treating for anyone? Yeah. No one has to trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I understand. Kids lo- love Halloween. Have Halloween at home, right? You could buy, buy a box you, you of chocolate. You could buy a costume. They're giving away chocolate right now. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> they're not selling enough yeah. because people aren't having Halloween. So, you could buy a box of candy uh, for your kid. For like two, probably five bucks. Yeah, and then have a dress up at home. If you have like a family unit or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you could dress several kids up or whatever. Keep yeah. it within like a nuclear family or like, I want to say small extended family, but you know, yeah. keep it local. Don't like go door to door. Yeah, yeah, Door to door ringing doorbells, accepting candy from people out of their hand. Well, I was, I was just talking to Sarah about it and then she was saying how like, 
you know, where I live, we have these Facebook groups. So then there's like this mom's group there and they're talking about ideas, how to, how to do this trick or treating thing. And I was just like, how about no, just stay at <laughs> home. Yeah. You don't have to go pumpkin hunting and, you know, count how many pumpkins are on the street kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The idea is just stay at home. Don't mm-hmm. go wandering around. It's not handed the, the candy to you. It's not yeah. the candy. That's not the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, Although granted that side effects, I side mean, effects, less candy is good. Yes. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, the whole thing is you don't want people knocking on your door. You mm-hmm. don't want extra traffic going down your street if, mm-hmm. if, if it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's the main thing, right? But anyways, they are like, they're, they're coming up with these ideas. It's gone to a point where I'm in these dads group and they talk and, you know, different dads used to be chill, right? Dads are pretty cool that we don't get... There's no drama within mm. the group, but then shit's getting real these days. There, you know, people are calling out other people that are anti-maskers or anti-government and mm-hmm. all that shit. And I was just like, wow, what the fuck is going on? Like people that I thought were, you know, reasonable, logical, mm-hmm. it's kind of shit in the bed now. They're like, oh yeah, the government now wants to take Halloween from us. <laughs> they want to take the demonic holiday where we, where we celebrate ghouls and demons away from us think about that then they're gonna talk they're gonna say the same thing about christmas too they're gonna take christmas away from us well they're dangling that christmas in front yeah. of us remember during thanksgiving they're like yeah don't you know don't see your family on thanksgiving mm-hmm. we might be able to have a normal christmas bitch shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> think about it if we can't even get through summer mm-hmm. what makes you think during flu season we're going to be able to contain this motherfucker it's, no way it's going to be it's going to be insane. It's going to be a year to remember because usually weeks before Christmas, you have the rush at the malls. Yeah. Our mall is going to be open. The good thing is you won't be hit listening to like Christmas carols all day. Mariah Carey is cashing those royalty checks right now. It's starting. Yeah. It's starting <laughs> now, but then if it's being cut down, you know, this yeah. summer, you know, even Mariah is feeling it this Christmas. Well, you know, retail workers, you know, I, I feel for them having to listen to that song and repeat all day. Every but the day. malls are still open, though. Yeah. So that that's a thing I mean, you can a- still shop. Apple Store screens your forehead before you go in. I doubt they even, like, look at the re- the reading. I bet you everyone probably just buys an Apple Watch, and then it tells you your temperature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's, it's kind of crazy how it's going now. Um, politicians aren't listening to the experts, right? The experts are being muzzled right now. And, like, the biggest example of that is the orange man. The orange <laughs> man... Had the coronavirus. Yep. Right? So he had the coronavirus. He went to the debate. He likely had coronavirus at the debate. Yeah. He had a super spreader event at the White House where they were talking about the Supreme Court nominee. Yeah. No one was wearing it. They infected a bunch of people on his staff or whatever. Recently, he's been talking a lot of shit. Yeah. Like today, he's been talking so much shit about Dr. Fauci. What did he say? It's insane. (laughs) He's just talking about how like Fauci made all these bad decisions, and he even like he even went down to criticize Fauci's first pitch. It's like Fauci has a bad arm, <laughs> and he's been making bad decisions. I'm like, this is this. I've never seen a bigger shit talker before. Well, he said he's he hasn't felt better in like the last twenty years after he got got COVID. Dude, this guy is roided up like no tomorrow. When you think about it, like they're shooting him full of like all these drugs, um, a lot of steroid-based drugs, Yeah, right? It seems like he's on a steroid bender right now. You look at, he went on a, like a Twitter storm yeah. a few days. He is just being erratic. He mm-hmm. can't seem to focus or answer any questions more than normal, all right? We, yeah. know, we know how he normally is. Even his children are kind of concerned about him too. Like even Don Jr. Don Jr. He's his biggest hype man. Yeah, yeah. He does the, you know what, seems like it. Yeah, yeah. And even he's like, yeah, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about my dad, right? I don't know where we go from here, or where I guess where the Americans go from here. Well, for sh- it, I, it's crazy enough that people still think that Biden might not be able to win. There are some people like there's an off chance that mm-hmm. Trump might make it. Yeah, I don't think it's possible, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, it, like the presidential debate. When I watched it, I was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> I've never heard anyone, like, interrupt each other so much in my life. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's the point of doing this debate? The- well, I mean, you have one candidate that 
probably didn't agree to any of the rules, <laughs> right? So <laughs> no one told him about the rules. There's no enforcement of the rules, right? You know, Chris Wallace. He wishes he was another Christopher Wallace. Yeah, right. He wishes he was notorious <laughs> during that debate, but he had no power because probably Trump didn't agree to any of the rules, mm-hmm. right? So he couldn't mute them. He had no control. And he's on Fox News. I think he's one of the more like liberal Fox News people. Yeah. Trump said he turned on him. It was oh, a he, two on one. Yeah, it was a two on one basically. Yeah. You know, Biden couldn't really string ideas together. Mm-hmm. He did okay. Well, right? he didn't fuck it up. Yeah, he didn't he didn't fuck up royally. Yeah. Uh he did stumble over his words a bit. He did stoop down to Trump's level. He called told him to shut up. He called him a clown. That I don't even best. know. That was probably like the best part of the whole whole yeah. debate. Oh, you know the part where Trump said, you know, every time you see Biden, he could be two, you know, two hundred feet away down a football field length, and he's wearing the biggest mask you've ever seen. <laughs> and then, like five days later, Trump's diagnosis comes <laughs> yeah. out; he has COVID. Yeah, yeah. But Joe Biden is so fucking old. Yeah. I didn't realize how old he looked. But back back to like Trump. The fact is, like, four years ago when you watch him be in those debate with, like, Cl- like Clinton, mm-hmm. he was holding himself. He was actually, like, you know, he wasn't on the defensive. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he knows this is, this is it, man. He fucked up. It's mm-hmm. over. It's game. Well, I think he might have an idea that the writing's on the wall, but there's people working in the background to make that not happen, right? So they know a lot of Democrats are going to mail in vote. They're doing everything they can to, like, make that process shitty. Yeah. Right? Um, You know, voting lines in Democratic districts, um, you know, racial districts. They're trying Mm -hmm. to make those lines, like, super long. Yeah. People don't know the rules. Like, if I'm in line at a certain time and the polls close, am I – do I have to go home? Mm -hmm. I think they're going to do everything they can to muddy the water so that Trump has a fighting chance. Right? Because a lot of Democrats have already mailed mailed in their ballots. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say anything's a lock. Like, even though the polls are looking good in Biden's favor, yeah, people still need to go out and vote, right? Mail That's in your true. ballots. Yeah, I think, like, the voter turnout is, isn't the best, right, in, in the states. Yeah. To a point where, yeah, if, like, anyone that wants to keep, the, like, Democrats out, mm-hmm. if they just show up, then, yeah, you, basically all these polls that you get, I don't even know how they do, do the polling. Mm-hmm. It, it, the you know, it really depends on who wants to answer these questions. Is it a Facebook post, uh, yeah. poll? It might, it might be people who are more likely to vote in the first place or people who are more involved in politics yeah, that are more are likely being, yeah. to answer the questions, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Who, well, we're two weeks out. Yeah. I mean, they have 220,000 people died from coronavirus, right? This should, be a, this should be an open and shut case of who to vote for. But 200,000 people out of, what, what, what's their population? Like 330 something million? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? That's like, it doesn't, can you even round it to two decimal place? Yeah. I mean, I I get what you're trying to say, right? But, you know, if you follow the numbers, their, their cases are like, what, 40 or 50,000 a day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's getting to a point where it's, it's really insane. Yeah. I wonder when, when they're getting this high of an infection rate. When is this herd immunity supposed to kick in? Oh, I don't know shit about herd immunity. Same, but the, I don't. The thing is, I... neither do they, and they keep using that as a buzzword. Yeah. I mean, you hear about Sweden doing it, and, you know, they're slowly getting there. Everyone would get, like, a slight infection. Mm. It doesn't overwhelm it, but people can handle it. Yeah, but does Sweden have any cities like New York City, Los Angeles, oh, no, or right. Chicago? Right. No, but the thing is, it's more like it's going to rural places now, mm-hmm. right? It's not It's not even like in the metro or like a city place mm-hmm. where, you know, initially that's where it kind of starts spreading. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's kind of contained there, like if you get the fuck out of there, mm-hmm. live on a farm, you should be good. But then you're seeing places like even in Canada, like all of our territories and provinces, yeah. there's at least like one positive case. Yeah. Like who the fuck's going up to like... Northwest you know, Yukon or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I was like, white horse? thought there was gold here. <laughs> Wrong gold, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it doesn't work. Maybe the, maybe U.S. has kind of proven that herd immunity doesn't really work. I don't know. I mean, they're proving a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things yet to be proven in the month ahead Yeah. in the United States. I wish the best for our neighbors to the south. Yeah. We will not be opening the borders anytime soon. 
they're they're finding ways to get in anyways. So we should have just been hardlined and like, no. Yeah. I wonder whether they closed that Alaska loophole. Oh, yeah. People yeah. were like, I'm driving to Alaska. Maybe I'll stop in BC for a while. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll go east. <laughs> yeah, I'll go east. Yeah. I might go Take check, my detour. I might check out the Rockies. Yeah. And then go check out flatlands of Saskatchewan. Yeah. Never seen anything flatter. Mm. Manitoba. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel, like you said, the businesses are really fucked up mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, not going to lie. Went out for, for one one last dine out. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night just to enjoy it because I know it might not happen until 2021, yeah. maybe end of January, February. Um, you know, it is what it is. Kind of accept it. Yeah. Prepare uh, for a long and cold winter. Honestly. Staying inside, right? Yeah. Like you went on that New York trip. I mm-hmm. went on that, you know, like the Lost Cobbles trip. Mm-hmm. I was so happy when I came back. I'm like, nice. I get to quarantine another seven or 14 days. Yeah. It's got to work at home, chill, you know, was not expecting this <clears throat> shit. No, I thought, I thought the pandemic would be over within months. It shows how stupid I am, right? Well, I didn't, both of us. Well, <laughs> I can only speak for myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to chime in. I agree. <clears throat> yeah. Dollar back 10 episodes. We're all laughing at the shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now it's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think I'm better prepared mentally now for another lockdown i didn't know how it would be like and you know i suggest you watch the new south park episode oh yeah i, I pandem- didn't watch the yeah. pandemic special because like integrity special yeah it's it's really funny and like what the character stan goes through yeah i felt like i went through mentally i couldn't admit it to myself that like shit like there's no activities there's no fun there's no friends there's no family i live by myself mm-hmm. my neighbors are loud as fuck like <laughs> I'm, I'm trapped here in my house, right? This is like a mental hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I couldn't admit it to myself. And then I finally kind of admitted it. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck. Like, for, you know, I have Sarah. I still have, like, my, my mom that, mm-hmm. that we see. Yeah. You know, my siblings there. So, I, you know, that was, like, in my bubble. Yeah, and that was before bubbles. Like, I'm not trying to criticize you or anything, but, like, I stayed away from home, mm-hmm. right, for a little while. Um, just because, um, the New York trip, of course. Yeah. But then I stayed home, stayed away from home extra long just in case. Right. Cause it was all brand new. I didn't know if I went out for groceries, did I bring something with me? Yeah. And then when they started to relax things, then I started to go around friends and family. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So it was a tough time to start with, but yeah, I can, I can imagine like mm-hmm. even, you know, it's great to have you know, Sarah around, but mm-hmm. then it becomes, even when I go into to an office to work, mm-hmm. maybe once every month or so, just because we're, we have meetings and they, they require me to go in, mm-hmm. in-house, I'm not sure why, but they, they prefer that we go in once, mm-hmm. uh, in person, because if I'm leading the session, they want me to be there, so yeah. we can ask the question and, and get faster feedback. I'm like, okay, fine, that whatever, I'll leave the makes session. makes no sense, but okay. But yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. more like the FaceTime, so I'm like, fine, whatever. Yeah. Like, let me come in, let me clean up my desk and, you know, take home whatever I need to take home. And, you know, it's nice. It's nice to see different people. Mm-hmm. And I end up not working out, <laughs> outside of the meeting. Yeah. I'm just there, just chatting with people and, mm-hmm. you know, keeping our distance, but just chatting. Like, I haven't seen some co- co-workers for, like, seven months. Yeah. Like, in person. So, it, it's nice. It's... It's not just like you living by yourself, but yeah. obviously if you're just by yourself in in your old place, I was like a small small place. It's yeah. almost like a condo, and you're all like people on top of you, behind you, beside yes, you. I know it does suck. That's like an orgy of sound <laughs> everywhere. It's just people on top of me, underneath me, and everything. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> I don't know it's the move out here has been great so far uh, in terms of a mental perspective. Right, I have all the space in the world. Yeah, you can go out in your backyard or whatever. Yeah, I have to get some furniture for out there. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Article. Yeah. You can save 10% today <laughs> with the code LADS. <laughs> Don't try. <laughs> Don't enter that. You will not get a discount. Yeah. Um, but now I work in a space that has like a nice window. It faces the street. Yeah. You know, it's nice and bright. So it's it, it does a lot for me mentally. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can come down here and work. You know, I have lots of space. Yeah, you have like before you didn't really have that open space, right? Mm-hmm. You can't really step outside like 
now you can step outside sit on your driveway if you wanted to yeah but you got your backyard you can kind of hang out there that's mm-hmm. what we used to do we you know make lunch hot as hell mm-hmm. but we have our patio set just go out there for 30 minutes sit there yeah get some vitamin d well i shall have to get a patio set wayfair please stop emailing me i only bought one thing from you all right what was it like the amanda, a rug. amanda shelf i bought a rug from wayfair please stop emailing me every two days i'm done with you but anyways um what I really want to talk about that I showed you the video earlier yeah, um, is this whole like um, native fisheries mm-hmm. in Nova Scotia, uh, the Mi'kmaq um, lobster fisheries. Yeah. So there's been an ongoing dispute between Nova Scotia commercial fishermen, mm-hmm. fisher people, sorry. <laughs> fishermen. Yes. <laughs> and the Mi'kmaq uh, First Nations um, people. Um, so basically back 20 plus years ago or 20 years ago, there was this, this landmark decision that allowed the Mi'kmaq people to, to, um, uh, catch lobsters outside of the official commercial lobster season. Yeah. Uh, but they can only do it, uh, to make a moderate livelihood. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Right. Yeah. The, the government left it so vague and just walked away. Like this problem is solved. <laughs> right just you can you can fish outside the normal hours or normal uh time just yeah. earn a moderate living flash forward to like this decade mm-hmm. right or i guess was it last decade right 2017 yeah 2017 the lobster fishery in nova scotia was worth uh, i think close to 500 million dollars yeah right so everyone wants a piece of that pie I think right now people are struggling financially. Yeah. Right? So the non-native fishermen are upset that the the Mi'kmaq get to open up. They opened up a big, I guess, a big warehouse or a Mm. big trapping facility or whatever in in, uh, Nova Scotia. And then the non-native people are really upset about that. There's been, like, clashes uh, between the Mi'kmaq people and the native or sorry the non-native people yeah just right? white people i don't know can i say that i guess dude it's, nova, the, are, are, it's, it's nova scotia are the majority of them white i don't know if you're a nova scotian granted there is a rich black history in nova scotia there is but if you're a fisherman yeah 98 percent of the time you're white but anyways, I'll just go yeah. with the way. One of the things I actually learned on, on a little bit of a segue, I'll promise to get back. Okay. I read just read Desmond Cole's book, The Skin We're In. Mm-hmm. He talks about you know the history of black people in Nova Scotia and some of the racism that still happens there today yeah, or yeah. happened throughout the 80s, 90s, up to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, there is a rich history there. Yes, we're probably talking about white people uh, in this particular situation. Oh, wait. Fun fact, though. The Rock is like Canadian and because his dad's black. He was just Canadian. He was a black Nova Scotian. Oh, yeah. I, anyway, it's fun fact. I did, I did not know that. Shout out to Dwayne Johnson. Yep. An ins- a daily inspiration. <laughs> um, so they said they could earn a moderate livelihood from the fishing, right? There's a, been violent clashes. Yeah. Like people, like, I don't know if there's been like all out fist fights. I'm sure there has been. I don't I'm know. they like harpoons soon. <laughs> <laughs> there might be. I mean, the, f- the first person to bust out the harpoon and throw it through someone's chest. <laughs> I mean, you got to get the first mover's advantage, right? There might be some white whales out there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, there's been scuffles. Uh, there's been uh, vandalism. So a van got burned. Yeah. A whole warehouse got burned. Yeah. Like, they burned down the entire trapping facility. Apparently, there was a guy in there, like a, a native guy in there, who yeah. was, like, taking refuge in there and, like, burned the facility to the ground. I think he was, like, injured in there or whatever. Yeah. The commercial fishermen are saying, this is, this is our livelihood, mm-hmm. right? How come you're allowed to fish outside of the commercial fishing times and we're not? Yeah. Right? You're getting a piece of that $500 million and we're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. You're going to deplete the stocks mm-hmm. during this off-season. It's not sustainable. You're going to damage the species or whatever. Meanwhile, They're they fucking burn down the facility with lobsters inside. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even not eat a- that shit afterwards. Well, yeah, steamed one. But, yeah, I mean, what's moderate? Again, leave it to the government to fuck things up. 
what's a moderate, right? Does it mean you're just selling locally for for the winter season? So then you have like local bars, local mm-hmm. restaurants still being able to still being supplied with fresh lobsters. Personally, yeah, I don't know. What, what's your take? Who do you think? Because you, you've read a little bit more into it. Yeah. I'm trying to digest all that info that you just dropped on me. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take it slow. But basically, um, again, the government left it vague. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's been clashes going on, a lot of bullying. But let's let's keep it real. Let's keep it a buck fifty here. The government or the government is very liberal right now. Mm-hmm. So you got Trudeau. Trudeau's making his liberal statements. The yep. media is also very liberal. The corporate media, yep. CBC, CTV, or whatever, very liberal media. They're all taking the side of the Mi'kmaq people, the First Nations people, the Indigenous people. So it's a bad right? time to be a white person. It Pretty has much. it has been for a little while on the surface. Yep. In reality, st- still you're still on top. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, I, I just don't know. I think the government is to blame for this. But also, they're not really stepping in to do anything about the violence, yeah. right? People taking matters into their own hands, vigilanteism. Mm-hmm. You've seen it happen in the States. You've seen it happen a bit here. Um, you remember the, um, the, the pipeline protests yeah. out West. Do you know how fast the RCMP came in and like busted that shit up? Do you know how bad publicity they got? for having that protest and how stringent the police enforcement was at that time. Mm-hmm. It was pretty heavy. There's a heavy police presence always. Yeah. Right? When these fishermen um you know get involved in violence, they burn down warehouses, they they destroy uh lobster trucks. The RCMP stand back and say there's nothing we can do. They don't send enough officers. Yeah. So they can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And they allow kind of roadblocks to happen. They're just not stepping in. And you kind of wonder, is this government kind of perpetuating this whole uh, systemic racism thing right. into this, this lobster thing, right? Because the indigenous people have faced so many injustices in this country, Yep. right? I mean, they were here, they were here first. Mm-hmm. Like they got ravaged by... European settlers, they got killed, like diseases. Funny enough, yes, disease. Everything. Viral. Um, took their children away Yeah, in the 60s. Yeah. Forced them onto little pieces of land. Mm-hmm. And gave them the shittiest land. Yeah, Tibet. gave them drugs and, like, alcohol. Yep. And, like, fucked them up forever. And now, like, even they want to make a living from this lobster fishery. And you got these non-native people making a hard time for them and taking matters into their own hands because the government won't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what really bothers me, really worries me about the situation? The the Minister of Public Safety okay. is fucking Bill Blair. The same guy who was in charge of the Toronto police during the G20 mm-hmm. where people were protesting and they beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> right? People were, were peacefully protesting. The police fucking beat the shit out of them. Yeah, they just had a settlement actually today. A multi-million dollar settlement was, I think, announced today. What the city of Toronto has to pay? Uh, I'm not sure who who actually pays. Probably the city of Toronto. Yeah, has to pay. Property taxes going up. TPS. Yeah. Um, but to have that guy in charge of RCMP deployment, yeah, is very worrying. That's true. When it concerns non-white people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What, what, I guess this has, like you mentioned, it has been ongoing for the last couple of years, right? It's not just like all of a sudden this year mm-hmm. because of COVID or whatever case, uh, might be kind of example or like multi- the effect of it might seem worse because it's, you know, everyone's on hard times right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like what you're, you're, you're talking about commercial fisheries. How many boats are these guys going out there in Poland? How are they going to go and justify like, oh, yeah, these guys are fishing during, you know, during off season or like whatever the government deems as an off season. Yeah. um, To allow the local population of lobsters to kind of reproduce and get back up to speed. Um, Like what do do they want? Do they want them to just basically shut down and not work that, you know, have the same kind of timeline or do Mm -hmm. they want to ask, hey, if they get to do it, we want to be able to do it during this, you know, their period as well. I I don't know. I, I really don't. I don't know what they want. 
I'm thinking it's a bit of, a bit of jealousy. Yeah. Like these people opened up their warehouse. I think the the building of a warehouse mm-hmm. kind of triggered them a little bit. Because they're, they're pulling in so many lobster that they need a warehouse. Yeah. But I think they're outnumbered heavily mm-hmm. in that area. The commercial fishermen probably make up, you know, dozens of thousands of yeah. of boats or whatever. When you're but, looking at the, the percentage of it, it's yeah. probably like minuscule, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know the numbers for sure. So I can't comment on whether the commercial fisheries have a point. Yeah. Um, but the government doing nothing, allowing people to take matters into their own hands. At this point, it's gotten so far. Mm-hmm. If the government even makes a decision, are these people even going to respect it? Yeah, know. that's true. It's it's like, fuck, can this liberal government handle another thing, clash? Because you have on the... Because they're very green, right? That. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going on that green train right now, like mm-hmm. an environmental train. Uh, and part of it is it's more like and, and also like the PCness and like the wokeness and always the promise of like helping the First Nation people or, mm-hmm. or the natives here. Right. Uh, I would think they probably lean on that. But at the same time, do they want to fuck up their, you know, they were doing pretty well out in the Atlantic in mm-hmm. terms of voting. Do they go and then fuck it up? Like what happened in Alberta mm-hmm. where they lose all that like oil industry are they gonna go and lose the fishermen mm-hmm. or like the fishing industry yeah i don't know it'd be interesting just to see like what they do but i wouldn't be surprised if they don't do shit <laughs> just let the people kill themselves i guess yeah i mean they're already doing really well at doing nothing <laughs> see the thing is like maybe it's just a stereotype that i keep thinking natives they're more in touch with the way that they're presented to us by the mm-hmm. media is like they're more in touch with nature, right? Mm-hmm. They know the ebbs and flow of everything. There's mm-hmm. got to be, you can't over consume. You can't take too much mm-hmm. from, you know, Mother Earth, you know, or else it's, there'll be nothing left to take. Mm-hmm. I'm on the side that, you know, I would imagine that's the same kind of thinking that these, you know, native fishermen, you know, operate as well. They're not going out there like scraping the bottom of the gr- seafloor for every single yeah. lobster that they can get. That's yeah. not how I would imagine it. Yeah, I think you know you might have a point there. On the other, on the other hand, I might disagree with you because that might be a fallacy, right? Exactly. That these uh, First Nation Indigenous people have uh, they're more in touch with nature. Mm-hmm. How many generations removed are these people today from their like forefathers who were in this in this on this land before the white European settlers came? These people are wearing like same clothes that we're wearing right now. Right? Yeah. They're not wearing skins from animals. Yeah. Right. Um, what did they know? They didn't know a lot about what we know today about like the ecology, mm-hmm. um, about the environment. Like I, I've heard that they just like massacre like huge herds of animals. Yeah. There's the fact that they, they, or the myth that they use every part of the animal is kind of not true. Yeah. Like they would probably just slaughter animals and just take one part and not, not in every case, mm-hmm. but what people think that they use every part of every animal is not true either. Right. Yeah. Not every single part can be eaten. Yeah. Like that <laughs> straight up an ass cannot be eaten. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. I was reading, I'm reading a book right now about, you know, the fallacy of, you know, natural living, natural food, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a natural childbirth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's actually a guest that appeared on, on Rogan's, Rogan's podcast. What's his Alan Levowitz or whatever his name is. Okay. Yeah. They were talking about um, vanilla, um, how, you know, how vanilla is artificial because mm-hmm. natural vanilla, you actually have to hand pollinate it. Yeah. And it's pollinated by w- w- women and children because they can lift up that part of the flower and like... The fingers pollinate yeah, nimble, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're probably not doing it by choice. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Um, so that industry has always been unsustainable. So mm-hmm. they have a lot of artificials. Um, at one point, and I'm sure it's not heavily used, they actually use uh, some secretions from an anal gland of a beaver to uh, flavor... I don't, I'm not sure if it was vanilla or something else. It's not widely used. Yeah. I don't think anyone has to worry about it. But they look to every part of the animal to see whether it fucking tastes good. Yeah. Um, that's a little fun fact. So, mine out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Learn something new. Yeah. But 
it's kind of crazy when you think when you step back and you think what the fuck do we know mm-hmm. like speaking just on my term like i would never thought of using a beaver's asshole granted <laughs> i don't have a beaver readily available for me because i believe the europeans hunted them but yeah. they're not in danger they're mm-hmm. doing pretty well mm-hmm. um god damn but the thing is it's like i would never know that mm-hmm. and that wouldn't be what i would think of doing it's just mm-hmm. yeah the power of the human mind yeah. um yeah there's a lot of fallacy involved in that and i guess that's probably like part of the whole propaganda right like just being able to kind of push and you know push the image the public image of the, like native people mm-hmm. um because the, the the population, the public overall generally agrees with the First Nations people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's this thing that they call white guilt, yeah, right? Where oh, we're sorry for our ancestors that killed you and took your children yeah. and forced you on this little land. We're sorry. Like even like you and I, our parents weren't weren't born here, mm-hmm. right? Even I'm like, I kind of feel for these people, yeah, as I'm living in a house on a land that was once theirs. <laughs> First off, they don't believe in land ownership, hmm. so um, they'll tell you to roam the land. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that is part of it. Just who's polling, right? If you're looking at, it depends. Like if you have a city folk out in like Halifax, mm-hmm. is Halifax part of Nova Scotia? It is. It's like, isn't it the capital or is that? Yeah. Damn, we fucking ignorant after fifty episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It yeah, is, like, I mean, it is in Nova Scotia, though. I'm not sure if it's the capital. Yeah, so you, you ask them, they might not care so much as someone that lives on the coast mm-hmm. or their livelihoods out there. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck's eating lobster, you know, in, in COVID time? Mm-hmm. You know, I know that there's been, like, a crazy sell-off of lobsters yeah. around GTA. And it's because, like, the supply chain kind of cut off and all, essentially, that whole industry boomed in the last 20 years or so yeah. 15 20 years because you know there's more middle class chinese people that can afford it they were importing from canada importing from australia but now like lobster's cheap for us because they're not shipping all that extra lobster out there yeah i personally think sometimes maybe this covid thing has a good thing all right there's some good stuff to it like some balance back out in in nature yeah i mean the universe tends to go in balance either way you look at it Right. Um, you know, things are always kept in check. Maybe this thing is what, you know, it's just keeping us in check, man. Are, you saying, nature. are you saying it was God's plan? Yeah. Drake, man. Pure hand. <laughs> like, it, it might be because eventually everything happens, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's just too many of us. Maybe that that's one way of doing it. But at the same time with COVID and all this takeout shit, because you can't dine in anymore. Mm-hmm. You have all these, you know, plastic shit eateries mm-hmm. like you have forks and stuff granted i think a lot of people are starting to kind of say like yeah just don't give me forks and yeah. knives because i'm bringing it home anyways why do i need it don't give me a giant wad of napkins that i could build a tree out of yeah but uh, hey myth is these napkins are at the end of use life anyways mm-hmm. so it's like most likely recycled like tissue paper and all mm-hmm. that but it's, it's shit like that like mask you, you see you know sometimes i go to a park with my son and I see a mask just floating by. That is an invisible person. <laughs> That's invisible. <laughs> On the ground. But um, it's shit like that, man. It's like, okay, well, we're doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. Trying to live through this COVID. You know, trying to do, be clean, be more hygienic. Yeah. But we're just creating more of a mess. Well, you know, this whole thing, you know, remember in elementary school, they're always telling you the three R's, reuse, reduce, recycle. Mm-hmm. I think there was like a report in the last couple of weeks that said most of the stuff that we think is recyclable that we have, like we send in, it has like the, the triangles on, yeah. on it. It's not actually recyclable. They can't actually recycle it. Yeah. So they just like toss it in the landfill. So that was a bomb, kind of a bombshell. I'm not sure anyone really particularly cares about that. But now I think just today or, the, or yesterday they announced uh, the GTA or I think Ontario is expanding its like recycling program. Yeah. So they can start to take like different things that mm-hmm. you never thought were recyclable before. Yeah. Like straws, like plastic cups, all that kind of stuff you can now like recycle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll believe when I see it though. Yeah. It's globally, there's just like a different idea of how you recycle. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of the time 
especially in North America, we talk about how expensive it is for recycling just because no one wants to inconvenience themselves mm-hmm. in doing the sorting. So that's probably like the biggest thing, right? Like you have municipalities paying millions of dollars just to come up with a machinery that does it automatically being able to kind of pick it. But at the end of the day, there's still some people down at the end of the line making sure that, you know, all the shit that kind of got through that wasn't supposed to be there gets tossed out. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I sort of tell you, I, I, lo- I want to recycle and do everything. And sometimes I get overboard with my recycling where I toss shit in knowing that it can't be recycled, mm-hmm. you know, out of guilt, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just getting to a point where recycle is actually, yeah, like the news articles coming out saying it's actually not not what you think it is. Most mm-hmm. of the time, people throw everything like styrofoam foam in there. They think the takeout styrofoam box is, is good. They think this new black, you know, takeout blo- uh, box can be recycled. It can't be. Mm-hmm. You can reuse it. You can use it to store, you know, I don't know, you buy grocery, go to Costco, buy a whole tray of chicken breasts or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can put them in and freeze it. Sure, you can reuse it that way, mm-hmm. but you can't recycle those yeah. at this point. Um, Markham's a little good. You live for no. I can't give away your location. It's too late. <laughs> Fuck it. People are coming here right now. <laughs> yeah, picking it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Essentially, like they have these depots all across like Markham and Richmond Hill. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure if I was the only one that was doing this, or it's a small population doing it. It's just you know, if I have styrofoam, mm-hmm. actually check your check your mailbox because I recently I handed it. out. I so got all it. listeners out there that's in the nine hundred five area, take a look at your mailbox. They got the new recycling program. I yep. want to go knock on every single one of my neighbor's doors, tell them, read this shit. Stop throwing your styrofoam in there. And then when it's a windy day, all your styrofoam floating down my street. Fucking annoying as hell. Uh, anyways. Word to those people. Yeah. Just, yeah. So you can bring it to Depot. They do it. They make benches out of it. Mm-hmm. They make different, you know, there's all these other stuff that they can re- reuse the styrofoam. Must right? have made this fucking table out of this <laughs> yeah i shouldn't lean too hard it might yeah. break <laughs> yeah. um so yeah it's like shit like that i, I guess it's just more like do you want to go and do that right mm-hmm. you know i collect all the plastic bags because like the depot takes plastic bags yeah. as well so it's more like how but during covid they've kind of stepped up the safety measures so there's like a lineup to get in there so yeah you know it sucks to have to line up to dump my shit but at the same time it's good to know that i'm not the only one that's doing this yeah. kind of stupid shit and you got all the time in the world Right. I mean, you know, no one's going to work anymore. Just recycle your shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyways, that's just, you know, things I think about in terms of pushing this agenda with the reuse, reduce, recycle. No, I guess reuse is probably the best thing you can do. Yeah. But even during this whole COVID, like I loved it when I, when I can go back into dining because mm-hmm. I'd rather pay the extra whatever tip that I have to do. Yeah. And not have to kind of, you know, have all this waste, right? Yeah. You have multiple bags, multiple styrofoams, cutlery, napkins. You have to burn gas, like, yeah. you know, um, I mean, you have to burn gas either way, mm-hmm. right? But um, it's just a lot of waste that goes into it um, versus, you know, dining in. Everything can be washed, mm-hmm. right? You're supporting workers directly. You're tipping them. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I know you're not a huge believer in tips, and neither am I. But while you're there, you may as well tip, right? Yeah, yeah, especially during this, uh, you know, mm-hmm. these times, right? But the main thing it, it is, it's just like, and then I had a nurse and friends just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, it might be safe to do all this stuff, like takeout, mm-hmm. but you're say if you go and get uh, it's like this boiling water, mm-hmm. a soup base, and it's in a styrofoam. That shit's probably melted. There's some like chemical leach mm-hmm. going into your soup yeah. and you're drinking it. So I'm like, dude, you're going to die from either COVID in two weeks or you're yeah. going to fucking die from cancer in like, you know, a decade or two decades from yeah. now. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, <laughs> no, they, do, a, like, they do put the soup in a plastic container. Some, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on where it <laughs> they is. They don't put right? it in styrofoam. That seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> but you get all these different shit, right? right. Like, it but, depends on where you're going. I mean, humans learn as they go along, right? Um, and we're learning how, we, how uh, to react to this pandemic right now. We're learning about the environment every day. It's, it's like fact or fiction every day. I mean, just like the town of Asbestos, Quebec, <laughs> that just got renamed today. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Val to something. Val to, fl- I don't know. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. 
people thought asbestos was the greatest shit ever. They named their whole fucking town after it. <laughs> then it started to kill people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they regretted it. You know, flash forward to 2020, we really feel like we need some positive luck at yeah, this time. Let's rename, let's rename our city. Why ruin that? Why, why take history out of the equation? <laughs> yeah. Everyone was there. They were, they were employed by asbestos. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they're embarrassed or what. Ah, there's still plenty more to be embarrassed when you're in Quebec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, in terms of like all this, the the liberal government's coming out saying they're proposing banning a lot of single use plastic. So that's good news. I guess they just bought my vote. Mm-hmm. They got me on the cannabis. Now they're yeah. getting me on this banning single use plastic. Do you know what was the stupidest thing during the pandemic when they told you you can't bring your reusable bags in the store? I'm like, why? I'm yeah. bringing all my clothes in the store yeah. as I shop right now. Agreed. What? It, it just doesn't fucking make any sense. Mm-hmm. I, I still bring it in. I'm like, you know what? I'll use your cart. When I bag it, I'm going to throw it into my bag. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand why they'll stop you and say, don't bring in your bag. I'm like, okay, that's fucking stupid. How am I going to lift my shit out? Yeah, it, that was one of the dumbest things. Security guards kind of telling you. <laughs> then I like go back to my car, pretend to put it away. I have this like square shaped thing in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what is that? My wallet. <laughs> That's true. And then you're walking out with the bags. <laughs> yeah. The shit that goes on with early COVID knowledge. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like some people say it doesn't, it doesn't stay on, stay on surfaces. Mm-hmm. Remember those like uh, YouTube videos of doctors, mm-hmm. quote doctors. It's like, this is what you should do when you buy groceries. First, place it outside. Wait, place anything that you don't that's non-perishable outside for like fourteen days. That's no, insane. No. Yeah, non-perishables. So then they'll die. But if you can't do that, make sure you spray every single one of them. Like this is the fucking most stupidest thing ever. Like first of all, I'm not eating the packaging. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's a very aggressive plan. With their single ban and single use, like forks, straws, mm-hmm. it's small. It's yeah. small stuff. The one thing about straws is a lot of disabled people do need straws. Um, True. I don't. I don't know what else to, to say about that. Just give have, them a have silicone. Some, have silicone some straws straw. out there, you know, just in case. But you know, but bubble tea. The average person doesn't really need it. Yeah, that's one of the things, man. I used to be a bubble tea fiend. Mm-hmm. But then the guilt of me came along. I'm like, man, I'm killing the planet Earth so I can get my sugar high. Mm. And also, you know, you get the cups, non-recyclable. Can't you make your own at home? Is it easy? Well, I did get one for Secret Santa. Yeah. Or not Secret Santa, Steel Santa. Mm-hmm. So I could probably do that. But no, man, that's a lot of work for for a drink. You know what? Like, when we went to Thailand, I bought that Thai tea mix. Mm-hmm. And I actually made it the other day, the hot version, not the ice version. Yeah, yeah. And it actually tasted pretty good. Yeah. I'm like, I get my sugar fix at home. And bubble tea is probably a lot more complicated. I've never been a bubble tea guy. Okay. But, yeah, I think it's something that you could probably learn to make at home. It would be fun. Yeah. It's just more so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep the devil out of my house. Oh, the sugar devil. Dude, I've, I can fall off. I need, like, Paul <laughs> to come back on the podcast to remind me that I've fallen off the bent wagon. One of the craziest things, I'll, I'll, before we, 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 we sign off here, I want to say there was a crazy news article down in like Louisiana or New Orleans, mm-hmm. somewhere down south. A priest, a, yeah, a priest hired two dominatrix. I like the way this is starting. To tie him up in his own church's altar to get beat. And... Some some random dude was walking by. I guess some churchgoer typically mm. knows. Yeah, it's you know 10 p.m. at night. Why is the church light on? Is there a service? Mm. I walk in, sees the priest all tied up, naked, and getting dominated by two. I don't know, like dominatrix lady. And so the archbishop in that district <laughs> ordered the entire altar to be burned up. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrilegious shit. And they're like, this is the most, this is an act of demonic, you know, whatever bullshit literature they they drop. But I'm like, so fucking little boys Mm. is not. Mic drop. The Catholic Church, one institution that will never escape 
scrutiny, but will ultimately never pay for its crimes. Yeah. On that note, 50th was good. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.